0: Hello, it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. I'm going to read to you today from one of our books, The Entertaining Encyclopedia, that Cindy and I wrote. It is in celebration of us starting our third season of podcasting. I know, I know nothing. Cindy keeps track of these things. But let me tell you something. In On our Facebook page and when we get comments from friends and listeners, a lot of them are about, disasters that they had in their careers. Well, what a better time to talk about it than women beyond a certain age. So I'm going to read you the story. And then what I'm hoping is people will write us, go to our Facebook page and leave us a message about your disaster. And you know what? That's going to make a new podcast. You know me, I don't care what I say about other people. And I'm perfectly honest about it. Now, If you have a great story, but you feel or need to stay anonymous, then just private private message us or email us. No one will see it and we won't tell a soul. How's that? All right, here's my story called Swimming in Meek. For years, I've sworn to write my memoirs recounting 30 years spent cooking in Hollywood, and those who might appear in it have been warned to behave themselves. Well, not everyone listens. This is one of my favorite stories, and I know there is a lesson in this tale for you. Cooking on yachts was my first training ground for catering parties. I was hired as a chef's assistant, and the first event I worked was a birthday party for Miles Davis. Herbie Hancock was the piano player. Dionne Warwick sang for her supper. Rosie Greer was handsome, Tom Brady was the mayor of Los Angeles, and Eddie Murphy arrived with his entourage. I was dazzled. The party went off without a hitch, and I thought all my parties would be star-studded successes. This was definitely not the case. What I learned about entertaining on yachts was to make lengthy lists and a bunch of them, because forgetting something important at sea and having to do without can become your worst nightmare. Visualize, if you can, serving rice pilaf with a teaspoon to a hundred people in a line. See, I know I'm always going to make mistakes, but I try not to repeat them. Large serving spoons for the buffet went right into my party toolbox after that night. I also learned that people drinking on a yacht aren't up and about testing their motor skills. They might choose a seat and stay the entire length of the cruise. Here's a tip, get your guests involved, dancing game charades, have them do anything but just sit and drink. One cold and windy night aboard a yacht, a well-groomed couple was hosting their company party. No coins were spared, dinner was served, there were flowers and fine linens. Our harp is played like an angel, yet it was dull as a mortuary on a Monday night. Statistically, very few people die on Monday in L.A. I don't know why. Maybe for the same reason the freeways are less crowded. When boarded a party, most guests will either leave or drink more, trying to make themselves and the other guests more interesting. Because we were on a yacht, they couldn't very well leave, and so they drank. That included our hostess who like most hostesses did not take time to eat at her own party. Anxious to ensure that her guests were having a great time, but also worrying about the amount of money she was spending, she drank her dinner. I believe the six olives were considered her entree. When the boat finally docked after hours of martinis, her husband realized she was a wee bit tipsy or dead drunk, (laughs) he was not amused. He made his way off the boat in a huff, saying goodbye to his guests from the parking lot. His wife, our hostess, was furious and staggering. Disembarking a yacht wearing a $100,000 mint coat without using the handrail can make for a party surprise. In fact, it became the much-needed entertainment of the night. I saw this beautiful woman slide between the boat and the gangway, timed perfectly with the swell of the water. With horror, the captain, crew, and most of the party guests heard the splash. Her mink coat not only doubled in size in the water, it doubled in weight. Yes, we were witnessing a potential drowning in just four feet of water. The first mate removed his shoes and jumped in after her. Our hostess was not about to remove her mint coat and a struggling suit. After several more crew members went and after her, she was lifted, coat and all, onto the pier. Guess who were clapping? Now they were having some fun. I often think of that lovely hostess when I'm entertaining. She reminds me to take time to eat at my own party, to remember that some things can't float, and to take my what? smelly dogs to be bathed. I know it doesn't seem possible, but that's a true story. (laughs) And I'd forgotten it until I I went into the book to see what I was going to read. You know what? That was quite a night. Now, we have coming up, we're excited to say, we have gifts coming up. Some of you know I downsized last year, but I made myself a promise that if there was anything that I owned of any value that I hadn't ever used, I was going to give it away. And guess what? I've got a couple of treats. We also have books by several of our authors and podcast guests, and we have drawings, and we love it when you enter. Thank you all. And we'd love to hear from any of you at at iCloud.com. And, of course, you can always go to our website, which is Women Beyond A Certain Age, Dot com or our Facebook page. So that's it. Thank you so much, but please write us and tell us one of the amazing stories or a challenge, as we like to call them in this decade, that you overcame. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Miss <laughs> Cindy.